Welcome to Podheim, Jurok's Valheim podcast. Let's give him the business. Hey, everybody. Today is November 29th, 2022. I'm your host, Jurok the Viking, and joining me today are my fellow Vikings, Gwen the Shield Maiden. Hi, hi. Gwen the Sick Maiden, more like. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we, yeah. We also have Shield Maiden Morning Darkness. Hello. Hello. And yeah, just the three of us today. And Gwen's off camera because she's not oh. feeling well, but still showed up to do the podcast. Thank you so much, Gwen. Yay. Yay. If my vo- voice, vo- blah, if my voice survives this. <laughs> Gwen the no. hero. Now, of course, the question everybody wants to know, is it the COVID? I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't test. I don't, I ran out of tests at home and I didn't get any more. Um, to be honest, I thought it was more of a cold. Um, but I guess now, nowadays, the Rona also feels like a cold. So who knows? Who knows? <laughs> so are you, are, you, are you isolating then? Yeah, I mean, I, I during the week I'm lame, so I don't have a social life outside of working from home. So I, I'm gonna be home anyway. But yeah, it's uh, I, I think I'll probably uh, avoid doing anything social this weekend as well, just just in case, um, or try to actually get a test somewhere so I can huh. know if I finally caught the the COVID after oh. two and a half years. <laughs> That's right. You've avoided it this whole time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So who knows? Yeah. Well, we, uh, we hope you feel better soon. Thank you. Um, so, uh, start with, I guess, some, uh, quick announcements. Uh, well, quick, I've got a lot of fun stuff to talk (laughs) about here. Um, morning darkness, do anything interesting over the weekend? Or the last I mean, week? obviously, from in the U.S., we had the Thanksgiving holiday. Yes. And so I hosted Thanksgiving at my house, and I made a turkey that wasn't dry. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> and due to different results nice. in my house, I did a dairy-free, gluten-free Thanksgiving. And so we had, um, I had cornbread stuffing. Uh, cornbread wild rice stuffing and uh, green beans with fried onions on top and Brussels sprouts with turkey bacon. And I made a pecan pie and a couple of pumpkin pies and a chocolate cream pie. Wow. It was a disaster. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I did all these stuff. different things, all of these different substitutes. It was the chocolate cream pie that was like, nope. No. <laughs> Uh, and I made bread rolls, everything from scratch. Uh, and then we had a second Thanksgiving on Saturday with my husband's family. So yeah, it was it was fun. Oh, nice. Yeah, I uh, of course we did Thanksgiving. We always host a couple of our family members, a very small group because we don't have a lot of family in the area. But a few mm. people. I think there are only five of us this year. And then that night, Thanksgiving night, which was Thursday, we went and did a Friendsgiving, which there were a lot of people. So there are like 20 or more people there at a friend's house who lives just on the other side of our town. Oh, wow. Yeah. So 
And I, I have to say, I was completely stuffed by the time I went to bed because <laughs> I ate a big lunch and then I went and had another Friendsgiving, ate a big dinner and uh, just kind of, uh, I, you know, slept a lot the next day, too. It's like belly still full. <laughs> um, well, Gwen, besides uh, uh, getting sick this last week, what else did you do? Um, what did I do uh, last week? On Thursday, I think, I did go to London, meet up with some colleagues. Uh, we all work from home, so we don't get together very often. But we had a, a small get-together for planning for next year. And then um, the colleague who was organizing had booked a uh, axe-throwing thing as a bit of a team-building thing in the afternoon. So we went and did that, um, which was Perfect. really fun. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I, it's my third time axe throwing and I can <laughs> confidently say I am just so, so bad at it. <laughs> you never got it. You never got it to stick in the, uh, the wall or the target. Yeah, I, I, I did a couple of times, but the funny thing is I, I had done it a couple of times. Uh, the colleague who was organizing had done it a couple of times. Uh, everyone else was doing it for the first time. And I was like, still the worst of the group of the group oh, no. No. <laughs> the person in fact the person who had never done it before one of the people who had never done it before uh ended up like winning the mini tournament that we did um which was super impressive um obviously a, a born viking but uh yeah not me i don't know the axe just <laughs> sticks to my hand i blame my combat training because we're specifically taught not to let go of our weapons because obviously we don't want them to be projectiles, it would be dangerous. So I, I blame that to, uh, to be the cause of me being just so bad at axe throwing. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, uh, but yeah, so that was fun. Combat training then, not the axe throwing. Uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Um, so yes, yeah, so I did that on Thursday and, um, I, I kind of have a feeling that whatever I caught, I might have caught it, um, during that day because the trains there and back were just so so packed it was i was like a sardine on the way back um there were loads of train cancellations and so on do, making it um uh basically like everyone had to cram themselves on that one train that was running um and it was such a horrible journey because i was i literally had to really push myself in and so i was you know like in a really small confined space, no space to move or anything. And then 10 minutes into the journey, that is supposed to be a 30 minute journey. Um, someone pulled the, um, the emergency alarm, which meant that the train had to stop in the middle of the tracks. Oh, and obviously no. no staff could go through because the train was absolutely packed. So they had to figure out like what was going on. Um, and, and, and it was someone who was feeling unwell. It was like a medical emergency. So then they had to reroute the train to stop at the next available station. And basically the whole journey took twice as long as it should have. Um, and I'm like, well, if there was one place that I would have caught whatever I caught, like virus, it would have been on that train journey just because everyone was so packed and for so long um, with no breathing space. So, so yeah, so I, I might have caught something there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, other than that, on the weekend, we had a, a, a fun uh, server event that I'll, I can t talk about a bit later as well. Ooh. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, uh, What'd you do, Dirac? Yeah, well, I went to the uh, the Dickens Fair. Um, oh, which is, I love the Dickens Fair. Nice. 
Yeah, they do it in this uh, giant uh, warehouse space called the Cow Palace in San Francisco. And uh, I don't have pictures of us there, but I do have their uh, press photos here. And so it's very oh, similar. Nice. Um, oh, so, it looks so pretty. Yeah, oh, yeah. I want to show some. Were people dressed up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of people <laughs> dressed up. And That's my criteria for how, how enjoyable an event is, is all people dressed up. Yes. Okay. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause then you get to dress up, right? Um, exactly. So yeah, lo lots of people dressed up like this and uh, uh, let's see. So uh, this is like the inside of the, the big warehouse. So uh, they have, they actually have actors that come out there and do um, you know, you know, like our players for the day. And then just uh, guests too who come out uh, will will wear costumes as well, um, or bits of costumes, whatever they have. Uh, but they actually have characters from the Charles Dickens uh, stories too. Um, yeah, walk around like the the ghost of Christmas. The ghost, present, <laughs> I think. Um, and nice. I think that's Scrooge right there that she's taking around. Yeah, um, they have shows uh, which mm -hmm. are a lot of fun. They have. Uh, three different places where they do shows inside of there. Um, a lot of fun, lots of vendors too, selling all kinds of different things. Yeah. Uh, just you, like if you need to do some holiday shopping, this is a great place to go to get some, mm. some original things, lots of great foods too. I had my, um, uh, what is it? The, uh, the, the pasty. the pasty. Yeah, the pasty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Delicious. I that's I have it once a year there. <laughs> oh yeah. Um and uh I don't have a full outfit for the Dickens Fair yet. Yet. Uh, Do you well, have a waistcoat and a top hat? That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, basically if you have a coat, that's pretty much that you could wear a t-shirt or anything under it. But uh, years and years, probably like more than 15 years ago, I started to put together an outfit and uh, then got rid of it for some reason. And, oh, no. Uh, so I have one thing piece left that I wear that I wore this time. And it's this. My oh, nice. Victorian <laughs> steampunk hat. <laughs> it's a cool it, hat. Oh, yeah. thank you. It's uh was going to be one of the contenders for our uh, hat competition, but uh, Gwen wasn't uh, on today. But I thought I'd still show it since uh, wore it <laughs> nice. at the Dickens Fair. <laughs> I'll catch it. up next week. I'll do two hats. <laughs> there you go. You have to, you got to do a hat ch hat change throughout the episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know who you should ask to make you a, a waistcoat? Who's that? Oh, <laughs> that person over there with a brand new camera, everybody. See, <laughs> look how clear and bright and detailed. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Black Friday sales were wonderful this year. Um, but yeah, no, I have a perfect like blue satin, uh, watermarked fabric and everything. Oh, oh, yeah, I would love yeah. to get a a coat. Yeah, I, 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 I think I'm going to start putting yes. together an outfit again. A vest. It's it's a vest. It would be a vest. Oh, a vest. Vest. Yeah. Um, Waistcoat. Yeah. Vest, you know. Yeah. A vest. Uh, a, the shirt is pretty simple. And then a, a nice uh, jacket because it was actually a little yeah. bit cold uh, there. But oh, uh, yeah. in certain rooms, it gets warm. So you end up shit, you know, end up shedding layers. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was fun. And that goes on. Actually, this is the first year that they did it since uh, COVID started. 
because they missed the last oh, yeah. two years because of COVID. So, yep. uh, uh, yeah. And, and attendance was a little light on Thanksgiving weekend, which I was surprised by. But uh, hopefully uh, as in December, uh, attendance will go back up and people will, uh, you know, start coming back out. Mm hmm. Um, so, yeah, so we did that. And uh, let's see. Oh, we did. A, so we worked with these these two lovely admins here and some of our other admins where we're putting together a new ecosystem for my game for my Valheim servers. Uh, because the Mislins is coming out. So we wanted to do a little bit of reorganization. Gwen uh, did some reorganization of our Discord channel because uh, over the last oh year, gosh. over the last year, we were just throwing in a new channel for every little thing. So we had probably more than 100 channels between text and voice, wouldn't you say, Gwen? Probably not far, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so maybe not a hundred, maybe that's a bit <laughs> an exaggeration. Maybe it was more like, um, 30 or 40 too many. <laughs> oh, I, I, I think I could count 30 or 40 even now, <laughs> not counting all the archive really? channels. <laughs> oh man. But, uh, yeah, so we had a lot anyways, whatever that number was. And, and I think we've probably reduced it by at least half the channels now and got, and maybe even can, uh, cut down a few more, but we also reorganized our servers uh, or, or for the new servers that are going to launch, we wanted to put together three things to offer to make it very clear to any new members what they have available to them. Cause we do have members who come and they get a little confused by the different things that we offer. Cause we offer a lot and I put them into three categories and I call them this like three in the ecosystem of servers. So the first ecosystem of servers we have is called the permanent vanilla servers. These servers are permanently running, never reset. And the main one, the legacy one that started when my very first one is called the Viking playground. Uh, the new one that we're going to launch is called the Mistland server. Uh, I don't know. We might change that name because it might be the all new biomes server. We'll have to see, but uh, it's going to yeah. be a new Mistland server. Uh, we use mods to upgrade uh, other biomes because the Viking Playground, the original server, we plan to upgrade the new biomes in that one as well with mods. Uh, so they're not just those empty, empty areas. Uh, so we have the Viking Playground. We have a new Mislin server, per both permanent. And then to complement both of those servers, we have the resource server. So it's a server that resets every two weeks normally. Uh, sometimes we do four weeks if we have some kind of special thing going on there. Uh, and, uh, and then your, your main character can jump in between all three of those servers. So that's the one ecosystem. If you're interested in, in building and you want permanent server, you want your stuff to, to never go away, at least for the life of the game <laughs> and the community, um, you have those three servers and you can jump in between all three of them. And that's that one. So then the, the other ecosystem we have is the permanent modded server. And that's our Jotun quest server, which launched last month. And it's just the server that has mods. So the people who like to play with mods to add to the content that we have a full server for that. And actually right now, while people are waiting for the Mislins, that's what most people are playing on. And you're doing a little yeah. bit of, um, are you, are you doing much modded these days, morning darkness, or are you playing, uh, the Mislins PTB? It's got all your time. <laughs> 
Uh, well, because the Mislins PTB has my husband's attention, mm. uh, I am I am pretty much 100% on the Mislins PTB. Although I have to say that as much as like the mods are cool and add so much dimension to the game, uh, anything other than quality of life mods, I tend to get a little overwhelmed by. Mm -hmm. And so I keep like I've joined two different heavily modded servers and I just I I I don't go back to it. I get intimidated. I get overwhelmed. I don't know what it is, but I just I don't I don't always stick around for for modded servers. I have a little bit of a hard time. I don't I don't know. Uh, well, it does add lot, lots of yeah. new layers and you kind of have to get really invested in those new layers to make yeah. the most out of, out of the system that's there. And yeah, if you're doing a lot of different things or you don't have a large time commitment, you can feel a little left behind or a little bit lost. Yeah, that's 100% what's going on. I do not have the time commitment that I could provide before with my kid and with, yeah. you know, my my health being the way it is. And so, um, yeah, it's, 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 I guess, yeah, modded is, is a little bit challenging for me to really dive into hardcore. Okay. Well, yeah, there's, there's definitely people, Gwen, too, she doesn't uh, prefer modded. But uh, there are lots of people that do. And if that is your thing, we oh, yeah. have a whole ecosystem just for that, a server just for that. And, and it's uh, fun and it's cool. And there are so many new things. Like I was on there and I was just like, oh, my gosh, and the quests and you get a dog. And, you know, it, <laughs> yeah, you get you. You can get a dog as a pet early on in the game. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but, all kinds of great stuff. Yeah, so our modded server, as she mentioned, it's got probably more than 100 new creatures and lots of creatures in the ocean, which is fun. So when you're out there sailing, you know, it, it doesn't feel empty anymore. It feels challenging. The oh, jewel yeah. crafting system, which allows you to upgrade armor and weapons. A lot of people are really loving that. New professions. Oh, sure. oh yeah, the professions are so cool. Well, and the, the cool thing about the professions is there's there's like eight or nine professions and you can only get two. So you have to rely on each other for the other professions if you want any of the advantages from the other professions. So it's created this really great um, environment on the server where people are just really working together uh, because they need each other's professions if they want those perks. So, Oh, and the uh, Darwin Awards. <laughs> oh yeah, the Darwin Awards is a mod we installed on the server. So every time a player dies, it posts to our disc, one of our Discord channels, um, uh, some kind of funny joke about them dying. <laughs> It's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's created a lot of uh, fun conversation. Uh, and then there's like new ships, weapons, armors, decorative items and more. So if you want modded, we've got it. And uh, it'll be upgraded with Mislins also. So you'll be able to play modded with Mislins. And nice. uh, so our third ecosystem, this is the new announcement. Um, uh, we have had seasonal servers in the past, but we're going to continue that tradition with a slight twist before we were building seasonal servers. Uh, putting hundreds of hours of uh, admin content in it. And then the players would go through all that content in a few weeks and they'd be done. <laughs> so we're not going to do that anymore. Instead, we're going to just release a fresh, clean new world every four months. And there's going to be an exact date when that resets. So you'll always know when that date it happens. It'll probably be an event posted in Discord. So you can always refer to that event and know exactly the date that the server will reset. And because a lot of people like to play... Um, you know, and go through the whole cycle of Valheim all the way to through the to the end and then start over again. And, yeah. And, and uh, that server is also going to be no map. So 
<laughs> Gwen, Gwen wanted to play no map uh, in the Mistland. She's going to get her opportunity. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yep, yep, yep. You have to. Yep. Uh, oh, boy. You have to tell Grim. You're right. I died a lot. <laughs> yeah. I Since I heard Grimcore say on, uh, I think it was Christie's video where she interviewed him, uh, he said, quote, Miss Lands with no map will be impossible. Unquote. <laughs> Me and a couple of dedicated no mappers want to prove him wrong. So we oh. will do a playthrough. No map. With Mistlands, we'll just find different tactics and we'll we'll get through it. We'll die a lot, but I was going to die a lot anyway. So, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's going to be a fun always, challenge. There's always the hammer trick. Yeah, exactly. There's lots of tricks, and uh, yeah, it will be it will be really fun to try that. And I I enjoy the whole doing you know a playthrough from from scratch. Um, I, I didn't want to necessarily kind of, you know, wait for the new biome and then rush to get all the content and then go back to being like, oh, great. Well, I don't really have time to build and I've already done all the adventures. So now what do I do? So, yeah, I, I enjoy the, the more slow experience of, well, for me, slow <laughs> of doing a playthrough from scratch and actually experiencing the game how the devs intended it. Um, from the beginning and I understand that they also added potentially a few elements or items to the older biomes too um, and that the worlds are going to be generated a bit differently so I, yeah. I, oh I I'm looking forward to that I'm looking forward to basically trying out the game as if it was released now with the missions and seeing you know how how the devs built it to have that kind of whole experience as a new player yeah, yeah, I might, I might have to join you on that server because I love the no map adventures. I love being oh, lost yeah. and really focusing on the environment, you know, rather than just popping up in my map and jumping around, you know, or following I, the map. I will say that it looks like the Mislands might have some of the most unique landscaping, so it mm. might be easier in that sense, kind of, sort of, maybe. That's oh, like unlike the 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 plains where every stone pillar looks the same. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there is a lot of interesting things going on over there. Those of us who have oh. played with the public test branch version, we we're getting familiar with it. Um, well, some of you are. <laughs> some of us <laughs> um, yeah well yeah so if anybody out there is interested in joining us for mislins multiplayer community uh, on a brand new permanent mislins server or a four-month seasonal mislins server you could just go to my website directiveviking.com submit an application and if you have any questions just come over to our discord we have lots of friendly people there who can answer your questions and that's discord.gg slash yeah. So another fun announcement I have, especially because we're going to launch new Mislin servers, is uh, Jules, one of the modders, and we've had him on the podcast before. He's working on a, a new mod called Plan Build Locations. Now, his mod Plan Build allowed us to uh, copy buildings, the entire building, and make a blueprint of it so we could paste it somewhere else. Well, this location version of his uh, I asked uh, a while back if if we could get a location mod that let me take all the blueprints and randomly spawn them around the world because 
I spent dozens and dozens of hours doing that for our seasonal servers in the past. And players, you know, they loved, you know, discovering these locations out in the wild, just like you might discover the the current, you know, ruins and villages and stuff in the game. Uh, but yeah, so I have all, I have tons and tons of blueprints, but I have to place each one manually. So he's put together a mod that will place them around the world automatically for me in random locations or you know, I can set the biome, I could set the quantity, I can set like how high the height minimum and maximum. So if I want them only in mountains, I can set the height really high. Or if I want them really low, wow. you know, in the plains or something close to the ocean. That's so cool. That is so cool. When you know, Morning, you've placed blueprints before. You know you have to prepare the terrain. Oh you have to place gosh. the blueprint. It takes a while. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's just incredible. Yeah, that's going to be super helpful for anyone who wants to game master and generate cool maps for yeah. their own servers. Yeah, I'm hoping you so, you know, our resource server that resets every two weeks, if this mod works and it's uh, fairly easy, like it, it's not too involved because uh, I still have to do some testing with it. I'm hoping to have almost every one of our resource servers that, that reloads every two weeks have some extra locations around the world. So as people are out yeah. adventuring for their resources, they can also cool. come across some new locations. Very uh, cool. Yeah. And then uh, let's see, I've got something here I wanted to share. So I don't normally share other people's videos, but uh, <laughs> one of the players who frequents our discord server, uh, his name Jelly Jam Boy. He's a YouTube oh, channel. He's so fun. Yeah, he's just about he's awesome. to hit two thousand subscribers. Uh, I recommend oh, you wow. go and subscribe to him. He's putting out some great content. Uh, but if you want spoilers, avoid this video until Mislins comes out. But as soon as you can, try to watch this video. It's I don't really need to advertise it for him because it's already got 69,000 views and climbing. It's one of the like oh. red hot Valheim videos that are out there now. Nice. Uh, but uh, it's just, just this great, he, he runs through the mist lens and gives his experience of each new encounter and new, new discovery. And it's passionate and it's fun. And it's just so exciting to watch. He really put a lot of heart into it. So I really recommend you go check out this video as soon as you can. Uh, or wait till Mislins comes out for spoilers because he, you know, he does show all the things he comes across in mm -hmm. that video. So good job, Jelly Jam Boy. That's an awesome video. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And if you like, um, if you're curious about modded uh, content and you don't want Mislins spoilers, check out the modded uh, videos that he posted on his channel as well. Those were pretty good, uh, kind of showcasing different. Uh, mods that he was using he kind of did a whole playthrough series um and he's got a cool video also with um uh, tips on playing no map so if anyone uh, is uh you know up for the challenge of playing no map um he's got a, a cool video that gives you loads of great tips um but yeah jelly is great and I want to take a quick break to share with you my sponsor, Zydax Computers. They can customize a gaming rig just for you like they did for me. They can also do custom laptops. 
And here they have a lifetime desktop parts warranty. And I actually had to use it myself when my power supply went out and they replaced it with no problem. It's the only one of its kind offered in the industry. Zydac desktop computers come with an unheard of lifetime parts and service guarantee that nobody else can match. That means if your hard drive blows up in 10 years, you're covered. And if you're in the market for a new computer or laptop, you can use my link jirokthevikingcom slash Zydax. You can also find that link in the description. Now back to the show. Yep. Yep. Check him out. And then uh, I thought we'd talk about a fun little meme that uh, oh, Smithy yes. released. Did you see it morning? <laughs> <laughs> Most so, dangerous biome. <laughs> yeah, there's two characters in the picture here for those just listening. One is labeled swamp character and the other one's labeled planes. And swamp character is saying, I'm the most dangerous biome. And a planes character <laughs> says, no, I'm the most dangerous biome. Then off screen, somebody says, amateurs. <laughs> they look over <laughs> angrily. The next picture is, what was that, punk? And then we just see a character sitting with its back to the uh, to them at a table with a beer in his hand and a like a, a, a cloak over his head. And then the next picture is he turns around and faces them. He says, amateurs, and it's Miss Lands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's great. It's so great. Yeah, it's funny what, when I try to make yeah. videos, uh, most of the time I'm in God mode, but for some things I want to demonstrate without God mode. And so, you know, I'll eat the foods and get the rested buff and put the armor on. And I tried doing that a few times in the Mistlands and I kept getting killed. <laughs> Jeez. Really? So I'm like, I need to use God mode to demonstrate stuff in Mistlands because <laughs> it's so dangerous. <laughs> Uh, but I think, you know, as we go, we'll learn tips and tricks uh, even more to to deal with things. But yeah, I'm telling you what I'm uh, looking forward to seeing is all the people who do speed runs or challenge runs like permadeath oh, yeah. style. Yeah. See how they're going to deal with the mistlands if it's that scary oh. and that dangerous. I can't wait to see how, how they uh, handle it. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Yep, yep. It'll be fun to see that, to see if they can actually get through the mistlands and kill the boss without dying for those, no, you know, permadeath people. And, mm -hmm. and the speed death or the speed run people, too, you know, their their times are going to be uh, slowed down quite a bit, I think, by the mistlands. You but, uh, think? Maybe, maybe they'll learn nah. some tricks to, to teach us. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and so, uh, you, you know, I... Uh, the Mislins uh, public test branch came out last week. And since then, uh, I have uploaded a ton of new videos. As a matter of fact, I uploaded seven new videos this week in between um, Mislins or between the last podcast and this current podcast. Uh, so seven. I've already got one recorded, another one recorded, and I'll be editing it as soon as this podcast is done. So that'll probably be up even before this video comes out but the videos i've done so far obviously there's lots of spoilers so you probably want to avoid them if you don't want to see spoilers but uh how to play the mislins public test branch i did a whole video on that if you want to get jump in right now i do a video where i talk about the sixth forsaken stone that's in the game now and and the new forsaken power that comes with it which is Amazing. absolutely necessary for the content <laughs> in the mislins right right morning <laughs> I don't know. I haven't gotten to the missiles yet. 
Oh, and you're oh, you. So you're in a new world with the Mistlands, but not you haven't gotten there yet. Okay. Right. Yeah, we just hit the mountains. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that Forsaken Stone power you need. Uh, you know, it complements uh, what content in the Mistlands. I'll just say. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, oh, um, all all the new emotes in the game. So you know, we have uh, the cheer, the wave, and a couple of others. There are now eleven new emotes on top of all those and mm -hmm. I, I demonstrate all those and goof around with them a little bit uh but i do do it in, cool. in the mislins so <laughs> cool fun fact uh gwen do you want to mute yourself on this or does this matter to you uh, what they might <laughs> spoil something yeah. yeah okay i'll mute myself uh just give me a little wave when you're done okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, the, one of the new emotes, uh, Smith, actually came into my chat, um, and mentioned that the dance is actually a traditional old style Viking dance. Oh, nice. So it's actually a traditional IRL historical thing. Mm. <laughs> all right. That's pretty Bye. cool. Here, we'll wave to all the listeners who muted us too on YouTube. Okay, come back to us. No more spoilers. Maybe some spoilers at the end of the podcast, but we'll, we'll announce that also. Uh, then I uh, released a video with uh, weaknesses for all the uh, enemies, and and it's basically the damage type. You know, different damage types can you know they're weak or resistant or immune to. Uh, I demonstrate that for all the mobs. So if you are f having a really hard time killing them or then they're killing you, you might want to watch that video and use the right weapon. Uh, and it's pulled directly from the code. So I had a modder uh, pull all their weaknesses, resistances, immunities, all that from the code. Uh, so, of course, that could change in between the test version and the release version. But it's probably going to stay the same because I don't see really any <laughs> bugs with it. Um, there's a new comfort level we can reach. Not so, not really a spoiler. I won't tell you what it is that that gives us the comfort. <laughs> but I have, a complete, I have a complete guide to that new comfort level. If you want to know exactly how to get to the max comfort level, and um, well, there's another two videos which I won't mention <laughs> that I did because it does reveal some new mechanic in there. And then the, I, I released a video with the new mechanic. There were some uh, comments in my uh, in in the in the video on YouTube saying that I was wrong, and so I had to follow. I did do a follow up video with even more testing to show them how no no they actually they they were incorrect and <laughs> my testing was indeed accurate. But uh, I loved that video. <laughs> it was like super. You're just like nope nope. You can't argue with code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of I the moderators pulled some code for me. <laughs> I had that argument in my chat the other night with my husband. It was great. <laughs> oh, about the same subject? Uh-huh. <laughs> did you appoint him to my video? <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, fun videos there. And uh, well, I'm guessing Gwen didn't get any new videos up in this last week. She sounded busy and, and sick. Mm -hmm. um, I did publish a short, which was just a clip from a one of the streams that I had done, but yeah, just not really having the time. And when I do, I don't know, I am getting that kind of 
editor's blog i guess where i have a video that i'm working on which is just a a build showcase it's really not that hard but for some reason i'm just slogging it's a bit of a struggle i'm trying to make it like kind of work with the music and dynamic and it's just i don't know i it's the hocus pocus build so it's a build that's been around for well that i've uh, streamed building um back in october so i really need to get that done but i don't know it's uh it's a bit of a yeah a bit of a slog at the moment but yeah hopefully i'll i'll finish it i'm hoping at some point this week because i i do want to go go back to streaming once i feel a bit less um congested (laughs) um i I hope i'm going to be able to stream maybe thursday um and uh and yeah i've got a couple of ideas of of things i want to do before miss lands finally drops and it seems like it's going to be a a matter of maybe a couple of days to a week after this podcast drops is my guess of when it's gonna um actually release to the public so yeah. i don't have a huge amount of time um and after that obviously the all the time that i'll have will be playing uh this new playthrough to the miss yeah. so i've got a, an idea of a stream that i'd like to do um a couple more ideas of um of videos that maybe i'll have time to release before but we'll see as always trying to juggle loads of things and hobbies and work and yeah video stuff is kind of suffering from it but yeah what can i do i can't yeah. clone myself yet <laughs> Yeah, so much to do and and not enough time, right? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, morning. What have you been doing uh, with uh, over on uh, Twitch? Well, um, I've put everything else on hold. One because I can't. I haven't really taken the time. I've been too nervous to switch back from the public test branch to normal for reasons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I backed up my characters, but anyway, we talked about that earlier. Um, but uh, the other thing is that my husband really wants to do the public test branch playthrough. So we actually started from scratch the way it was intended to be. We're testing each different level, each level of progression. We're talking about the different stuff. So we just hit the mountains last night. We played on Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night after Thanksgiving. Friday night, Saturday night, skipped Sunday, and then last night. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, we've played almost every night. We've our banter has been making people crack up. He got oh god, we had G Portal did its backup reset, like server reset thing last night. And we lost our entire hall of silver. We lost um, more than a stack of guck that I just had harvested. Oh, no. Um, we lost our longship. We lost, oh my gosh, we lost so much. And my husband was just very salty. <laughs> he was very salty. So he's like, all right, well, if our longship is gone, it's out there somewhere. So we have to go find it. And I'm like, I do not want to spend of stream doing this guess where our ship was <laughs> where <laughs> just within loading distance from the mouth of the river where our base is <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds familiar 
that sounds oh like God. another yeah. story of trying to retrieve oh boats gosh. and bodies. <laughs> It totally reminded me of that, Gwen. I I was, I, oh, gosh. And, and there was a perfect emote that I was able to use. A perfect emote? Oh, she muted. <laughs> Normally, she doesn't bark. And when she does, I can mute myself. But she was barking when I was in the middle of talking. How oh, I, I, I didn't hear her. <laughs> Oh, she's so loud. She's mm -hmm. so loud. Hi, big girl. It's probably because my kid is like stomping up and down the hall right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fighting nap time. Anyway, so yeah, we were able to get the ship back, but we had actually gone out, spawned in all the stuff that we had lost because we were like, this was not a, a this was not a, a Valheim problem. This was a hundred percent a G portal problem, and so. Yeah, <laughs> that was a little frustrating. But other than that, no, it's been a really good playthrough. He's died a lot more than I have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that just from uh, him being rusty then? A little bit, yeah, because he hasn't even played the caves yet. Oh, right. Yeah, he, he, ventured, he went off to other games and, uh, for a while, didn't he? Yep, yep. I will say, though, that the 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 current seed that we're on might just be really bad luck mm. or the way they've done world generating. It's different and tough. Just to give you an idea of level of like tough. We found bone mass. Killed him last night. Guess how many crypts were on the bone mass continent that we were on? Which was really more like an island. Probably very few if it's, an, if it's a small island. It's not a small island, but mm. just guess. How many? One? Five? One. Oh, one? One. <laughs> one. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, it's sad if you find a big, or a big swamp area, but only one or a very few crypts. We have found, I think, a total of like four or five crypts. And we've mm. been to we've been to a bunch of swamps and like every single swamp is a false swamp or a fake swamp or, you know, however you want to call it. But it is it has been tough. And uh, I've heard from other people coming to my chat that caves have been really challenging to find, too. So I'm a little nervous. Hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting once it's released and we there's a whole bunch of players then playing it to see if their their uh, individual ex experience with a mass group of players, you know, the feedback says, where where are all the crypts and the dungeons where th they're they're lacking now? What what is it? Or if it just yeah. if it's just bad luck, right? Like cuz I've been in seeds right. before too that have areas that have fewer, but maybe it's just bad luck. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, one playthrough is not enough data to come to any conclusions. But my goodness, this run has been an interesting one. Hmm. Cool. Um. Well, uh, Gwen, what is uh, you you had something going on on the server this weekend? What was it? Yeah. So since we've had a couple of um, new players join the servers in the last couple of weeks as well as some veterans, 
people who have passed their one year anniversary uh, on the server and also some, some founders that have returned. Um, we, I, I thought I'd put together a, a quick um, little community event um, and we did a little meet and greet so that the new players could uh, kind of get to know the community and everyone returned to, um, to the playground server uh, from the Yotun Quest modded adventures and other ad PTB adventures, which was nice. And uh, yeah, so we had a little feast at our community tavern. And um, during the feast and while we were going around kind of sharing stories of, uh, uh, you know, the, the our best moments on the server and adventures and so on, of course, we got a horde raid on Naomi. Because it always happens when we have a big concentration of players, a lot of new players also in uh, one place. Yeah, we get the, those fun raids and then um, it always makes for very fun events because because of the concentration of players and the high instances in that town. Uh, basically, you're fighting invisible mobs, so it just makes it really chaotic and very fun. So... So yeah, so we we uh, left a couple of players to go and, and and fight the mobs, and some of us just cleared the area to help reduce lag and so on. Um, but uh, but yeah, apart from that, it went uh, it went well. It was lovely to meet um, some of the newer players that I hadn't interacted with necessarily. It was great to see um, the veterans come back um, after you know some some of them had taken months um, of a break. And all kind of returning to the community for the Mistlands. Um, some were just busy playing, um, you know, modded or PTB. So it was good to have everyone back. And um, yeah, I gave out some welcome gifts to the new players and some one year anniversary gifts um, to the veterans. And yeah, yeah what, was what, was, what was the little... anniversary gift? Uh, a blue mushroom. <laughs> yeah. Which is and... obviously an admin spawn item only. And, and were there any accidental uh, eatings of blue mushrooms? Yes, of course there was. <laughs> People go, yeah. oh, what's this? Click. Oops, I ate it. <laughs> I, uh, accidental and then, uh, you know, non-accidental. Uh, mm -hmm. You ate one on purpose because you were like, ah, I'm, I'm the creator of this world. I don't need blue I have all the mushrooms, the blue <laughs> mushrooms in the world. I'm just going to have this one for snacks. It was tasty. But yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. I, I, I just happened to be available because uh, my shield maiden was out with the, all, all the other shield maidens doing a raid on Saturday for a few hours. So I said, well, I could go out with the guys, but I got to make some more videos. So I, and then I <laughs> saw you, that big event going on. So I jumped in to say hi. It was it, and it was fun. A lot of people were on that day this last Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. About 20 or so, I would say. Yeah, and just on on that server, there were still people I noticed playing on the modded server while we were doing it. Uh, but it, yeah. yeah, speaking of the modded server, uh, Vaste, uh, our our digital admin, uh, put together a new quest for the modded server, and it's a pirate quest. And so he's uh, he he's got this uh, little pirate cove out in the middle of uh, the ocean on a little tiny island, and. You can sail out to try to find it, and then there are some NPCs there to talk to. There's a a black mark black market merchant that you can do some swapping of goods with for some things, uh, some interesting things. 
And then the uh, the bartender sends you on this really epic quest, uh, which took a couple people a few days to finish, uh, where you basically you have to go out and you have to find this sunken ship. It's like partially sticking up from the water, which is another build that he did. And uh, you got to go out and you got to fight a pirate ship, uh, which is full of feelings, which is from a mod we have. The feelings sail around out in the ocean and will attack you if they see you. That's a great, it's a, one of my favorite uh, new additions to the mods. Um, so you got to kill that. You got to do some other stuff. You got to find some other stuff. And then one of the big epic things you got to do is you got to find and kill the Kraken. There's this really big Kraken in the game that swims around out in the ocean, mm-hmm. only comes out when there's a thunderstorm. And my goodness, you do not want to let it get close to your boat because it will throw it around like a rag doll. Um, but yeah, is that be- the same Kraken as uh, what we had in season two? Yep, yep. Uh, it has been uh, tweaked a little bit uh, since in mm. between by the modders, but uh, yep. So it's that big Kraken that you saw, and if if anybody who's had seen that Kraken and seen it grab a ship, yeah, the, if you if you let it grab your ship. It's pretty much no surviving it. So <laughs> got to try to lead it to land and then and, and kill it that way. But uh, so, yeah. And then um, w- we have an epic reward at the end where they get to unlock one of the new build tools from one of the mods. And it opens up all these really cool decorative pieces that they can now build. So, of course, everybody wants to do the quest so that they can o- unlock all the new build pieces and decorative pieces. Uh, so yeah, we, we hope to add at least one new uh, quest uh, or more per month to the, our modded server. So if you're interested in modded. Uh, but uh, things we'd like to see changed or added to Valheim. Gwen's favorite segment because she keeps, she DMs me like <laughs> at least twice a day with, I they need to change this or they need to add that. And I'm like, Gwen, you're doing my head in. <laughs> uh, before sure, we move on to the sure. next segment, I just realized I was muted, but I was saying I definitely have a couple of quest ideas that I want to add to. So I need mm. to get working on those. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And for any of my players or anybody out there in the community, you go to the yeah. it's, uh, the marketplace mod, KG marketplace mod. Find that he's got a little tutorial in there how to how to do quests. You need to un- understand what the mechanics of, of building a quest are. And if you want to. Uh, make a quest, you can actually just write up the quest yourself and and submit it to uh, uh, the admins on my server and we can then implement it into the server. But yeah, it's uh, we have had some people suggesting quest ideas and I think I tell them, oh, you should go look at the tutorial because we can't do that thing you're suggesting. <laughs> like no. it has some limitations, right? It like it oh, has yeah. some yeah. Th- certain things you can set up, but it's fun. It actually is a pretty powerful tool. You can do all, quite a bit with it to create quests. But uh, things we'd like to see changed or added to Valheim. Gwen, if uh, yes. you could change or add something. So it's something that popped in my mind a couple of times while playing Nomap. And something that would be helpful in the scenario of possibly the Mistlands, where you can't see anything because of the mist um, and you need another kind of visual um, marker for where the cardinal points might be. Because, of course, what I was he- relying heavily on in most biomes was just looking up in the sky and, and seeing either the position of the, the sun at a given time of day 
or um, looking at the Yggdrasil tree, which points in a certain direction. But it, I'm guessing in the Mistlands, if you're surrounded constantly by mist, you won't really have that option. So uh, one thing that uh, you know you 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 learn in um, scouts uh, or any kind of orienteering uh, as a kid is, oh, moss only grows on the north side of oh. a tree because that's the the most humid and coldest um, side. And that would be quite a cool little detail that would make um, the immersion just like that one extra bit um, more. And it would be a cool way to up close if the weather is really bad, if it's like raining a lot or very cloudy, you can't see the sky and you can't like look up to figure out where um, where north is. You could just look at the trees around you and, and have a sense for um, where north might be. So... That would be a cool addition. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would be a fun, fun mechanic just to give you something to get through the mislands rather than using little hacky tricks that you're not supposed to. <laughs> well, and if, if they were to do that, it'd have to be a whole additional like texture because the trees have their own texture and look and they get rotated and added into the game different ways so they couldn't yeah. just like have the tree always oriented in one way they couldn't add it as a texture on the tree they'd have to add as a whole new thing like vines is its own thing well yeah like uh the guck trees is really just a swamp tree with the attachment of this yeah. guck, this guck node so yeah they'd yeah. have to have like some moss node that appears only on the north side of the tree um, mm -hmm. Sort of at the base there, but yeah, it sounds like a fun, easy enough mechanic that, to do if uh, if it's something they wanted to to add to the game, and to help right. out those no mappers who uh, Grimcore says are it's going to be impossible to do in the Mistlands. <laughs> mm -hmm. What watch uh, watch yeah. as we uh, manage the Mistlands. <laughs> With no map, <laughs> as you sh as you show Grimcore your your uh, twenty gravestones scattered throughout, you'd be like, "You said it was impossible. We did it, but we died a lot." <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Gravestones could be used as position markers. They could be used as you know the the breadcrumb trail. Yeah. When you lose, this is a new a new strat that I just made up. I'm going to use my own gravestones as the breadcrumbs. To find my way in the misty forest. <laughs> so Gwen's going to put all her stuff in a chest, carry one stone, and run naked through mm -hmm. the mistlands until she mm -hmm. dies. And then try yep. to do it again and get further and further in. Just follow yep. the trail of, of gravestones. <laughs> yeah, get that no, no skill drain bonus. Yeah, <laughs> it is, it is a valid spot. Some speedrunners do that. Yeah, they absolutely do. Uh, what about you, Morning, if you would change or add anything to ye good old Valheim? So Kenros actually gave me a really good idea in chat the other day. Um, and he was saying that it would be really cool that once you defeated all of the bosses and all of the biomes in, Miss in uh, Valheim, it'd be really cool if that like unlocked items including in like all the items, including landscaping items or, you know, um 
So like once the game is completed, then you can plant whatever you want. Then you can mm. build with whatever you want. And I thought that was a really cool idea. Like as a reward for, hey, you completed Valheim. Now you can unlock the new part of Valheim, which is build to your heart's content. <laughs> so basically all the stuff that only admins can build with and spawn in. Right. Let the players right. do it once they complete the final boss. Yeah. I thought that was mm, a really I cool like that. Idea. Yeah. Otherwise, my other one is a little spoilery, so I'm not going to say it right now. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, well, yeah. So for me, uh, especially looking at uh, the new mod that Jules has coming out where we can randomly place locations around the world, uh, I can save the blueprint with one of the spawners in the game. You know, the physical spawners where the creatures come out. There's only a few of those. Uh, and then the rest are like invisible spawners, like at the fueling camps and wherever, you know, uh, when you get within a certain range, the mob spawns. But then that's it. If you come back to that fueling camp, they don't respawn. So right. it, if um, I could instead have the spawners have a reset mechanic, that would be amazing because as a server yeah. admin, I I have lots of players coming and going. And so when players go out to a location, all those spawners have already spawned in the creature. People have killed the creatures. And then now it's just an empty area. If I could yeah. just have a command that says respawn, yes or no, and respawn how many days, you know, in game days or whatever, that would be amazing because now yeah. I could have regenerating content and mobs for the, the, uh, for the players and uh yeah please we need more admin commands that <laughs> would be amazing <laughs> to have something like that and i just want to take a quick break from the show to share with you one of my sponsors the grimfrost an amazing company that sells really really cool viking products they have over a thousand different modern and historical viking products if you're interested you should check them out i have a link in the description or you can go to my website jirokthevikingcom slash grimfrost now back to the show so uh, we're coming uh, down to the end here just about, and we have a fun question for this week morning. Do you want to tell us what our about us question is? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't really have an intro as to why this is it, but what is your favorite <laughs> magical or mythological animal? Yeah. And maybe why, yeah. if uh, you remember maybe a reason Ooh. why, like I have yeah. a reason why mine is. <laughs> tell us mm -hmm. tell us why. So uh, who, who wants first? to start? Gwen? Eric, you. No, oh, I called me? you. Oh, is that what you called? Yeah, you yeah. called me out. Okay. <laughs> um, so w when I was, uh, you know, a child, I uh, didn't get to go to the uh, theater very often, you know, it was just out of the way. My parents were always working and, and, you know, as I, you know, I was always at babysitter's houses. So you just like didn't get to go to the movies often. And one of the few movies I got to go to is kind of a funny story. So uh, my my mom and her sister, my aunt, took uh, me and uh, my two cousins. Uh, one was uh, about a year older, one about a year younger. So we're all very close in age. Uh, but we're all like it was like nine, 10 and 11. So something like that, maybe even a little bit younger. They took us uh, to the uh, shopping mall and there's a theater at the shopping mall. And uh, they wanted to go, I don't know where, 
adult women go to <laughs> when they, a bar. I don't know where they went, a hair wow. salon. I don't know where they went, right? But they went somewhere. And, you know, this was in the late 80s or no, early 80s, uh, early 80s. Yeah. So uh, where they let kids just kind of wander around at young ages, I would wander all over the town by myself at a very young age. I walked to school at five. It was like three blocks away. You know, like nobody would let a five year old walk to school these days. But uh, they dropped us off at the theater and the three of and they gave us each a five dollar bill. And back then it was enough to get a movie ticket and maybe like a popcorn or something. I don't, I don't remember. But we walk up to the theater and they said, uh, where's your parent or guardian for this movie? And we all thought uh, we, we need parents for this movie. And it was um, Clash of the Titans. Oh, <laughs> it was a PG 13 movie because of one scene on the beach where they're walking and you can see their butts. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Clash of the Titans, we were so excited, you know, because it's like you never see these big fantasy movies back then. Um, yeah. Uh, and we saw the advertisement on, you know, the commercial on TV. We're like, we got to see that. So they said, fine, they take us. They dropped us off. They went and did their thing. So we're standing there outside. We can't go into the theater. We have five dollars each. So we all look at each other. Well, what are we going to do? Our parents aren't going to be here for two hours. <laughs> so we went inside the theater and we played video games for the next two hours because, you know, five dollars, you get a bunch of quarters and we all played video games. Um, two hours later, we come back out. We're standing in front of the theater because that's where they expect to pick us up. And I and the parents asked us, so how, how was the movie? And we all looked at each other. It was great. Yeah, it was great. OK. Because we were all worried that they're going to get mad at us for spending the money playing video games <laughs> instead of the movie, right? So we lied. Um, they uh, then that then like the next weekend, we uh, my cousins they because their their parents were divorced, we got to go hang out with the uh, with their with their dad, which was my uncle, and he said, "What do you guys want to do this weekend?" We said. We want to go see Clash of the Titans. So he yeah, took us. You're coming with us. <laughs> yeah, he took us. He saw it. He loved it. We all loved it. Then our parents, uh, our, my, my mom and my aunt asked us, well, what did you do with your uncle? And we said, uh, we went and saw Clash of the Titans again because <laughs> it was that good. <laughs> and, 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 and they now, they confronted him saying, what did you really do with the kids? They already saw the movie. So now you're lying to us. So our, our parents thought that he, our uncle was lying about what he did with us. Like he was doing oh, no. something, you know, took us oh, someplace no. nefarious, like, like a strip club or something. I don't know. Like, what do you think <laughs> we're doing? We're like 10 years old. We, we just even, we would see the movie again. <laughs> Um, so anyway, so that's my story. And in the movie, the Pegasus, you know, that takes him around the world and was his savior in the end of the movie. It's just like that thing was super magical. So I always wanted that horse that could fly and take me around, get anywhere in the world. There you go. Amazing. <laughs> well, what about you, Gwen? Uh well, the obvious internet pop culture meme answer would be unicorns, of course. <laughs> I actually have like a kind of a, a fun joke about unicorns. So for most people who know me, I'm really not a girly type of girl. Um, I, I hate all the girly stuff. I don't do girly things. Um, and, and so unicorns tend to be a bit of like the 
uh, go-to kind of thing for little girls who love pink and sparkles, right? It's it's kind of got that image. So kind of ironically, I adopted it as my uh, as my spirit animal, like, I don't know, <laughs> uh, when during my teenage years. And I, I kind of developed a bit of an obsession um, that I displayed in, uh, that was like eight years ago in my first like proper um, job I had, we were all working in open spaces, but in an office and my desk, I started just decorating it with loads of unicorn themed stuff. Cause I don't know, it was a, kind of a joke between colleagues as well. And so they kept like bringing me unicorn themed stuff. And, uh, and so, yeah, so as a result, I had like this, uh, this whole kind of unicorn shrine on my desk, uh, for yeah, at work for a while. Um, so yeah, so that would be my joke answer. Um, Otherwise, my um, maybe more serious one would be probably the phoenix. I like the idea of something that um, re re is reborn out of its um, uh, ashes. The ideas, uh, the idea um, of um, you know everything, even after destruction, can be reborn and can revive is is quite a nice idea. Um, and, and yeah, I. I quite like that um, association also in uh, the Harry Potter book series. Um, obviously, the phoenix has a, an important role to play in, um, and, and very kind of poetic um, symbol. Um, so, yeah, that would be my, my answer. Not, not as fun of a story as, as Duroc, I guess. But <laughs> All right. What's your favorite unicorn movie? I oh. don't watch unicorn movies. I preface this with I'm this not is easy. that kind of girly girl. This, Glenn, this is absolutely easy, and I'm not a girly girl either. <laughs> well, is there any unicorn movies? Like, what? Yeah, there's an amazing one that I, I love. Solid ones. One is The Last Unicorn. Yes. Which is probably one of the coolest animated movies that ever came out of the 80s ever, including I like it better than The Hobbit. Although it's a very similar animation style, but I feel like it's a it's a stronger story than The Hobbit. Unpopular, <laughs> I don't know. And then another Hot really take. fantastic movie that has a unicorn in it that plays a significant role is the movie Legend. Yes, with, with Tom Cruise, baby Tom Cruise, baby Tom Cruise, very young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen Legend uh, or uh, oh, both of God. those movies, Gwen, I highly recommend them. I have not watched them. <laughs> you have to. Okay, that might be my uh, uh, my my Christmas movie playlist then. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Yeah, actually, it. they'd be both it. be great for the holidays. Yeah, very ah. magical movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, since you Tell said unicorn, yeah, go ahead. Morning. <laughs> Tell me when you've seen the last unicorn. Or you know what? Better yet, if you don't if you don't have a way to watch it, Gwen, call me up. We'll set a watch time together, and I will play it and stream it, and we can watch it. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> That's illegal. <laughs> no, I own the movie, and I can stream it on Discord and share the, my screen with you. That's still illegal. No, it's not. <laughs> I think I'm it is. With my friend, I'm not I'm sharing it or recording it publicly. Hmm. That's not yeah, there's, there's something good. about a public forum versus a private forum that you can yeah, okay, display. Okay. I don't really know the legalities behind it, uh, even even as, as a filmmaker. You're not but, money. Um, well, yeah, yeah you, could, you couldn't you couldn't stream it like on YouTube or or, no. Twitter oh, yeah, or anything, yeah, yeah. but because those are no. public forums. But yeah, maybe no, I don't no. know. 
Like if it's, if it's I was going to say, does the film editor here might know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just going to recommend that you don't do it until you consult a lawyer. Just oh, to all wow. the listeners, just to keep it legit here. <laughs> and then Morning Darkness can do whatever she wants over there. <laughs> also, you have to uh, you have to mention this is not legal advice. Please seek your advice. own legal advice <laughs> or copywriting advice, because <laughs> we're clearly not experts here. <laughs> yeah, and we are not recommending you stream movies to your friends. No, <laughs> <laughs> not on Twitch. No, well, on a but, private Discord call, you and I can watch a movie together. Well, well, Gwen, since you love unicorns so much, we'll have to try to get you a shirt like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. I will stab you. <laughs> yeah, if, uh, yeah, 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 oh, pretty much. Is that, is that a metal kind of point on the... But no, the unicorn nice. already has like a built-in <laughs> pointy thing. Why did it need better. an extra sharp on it? Yeah, it's better. Uh, they in the picture here for those just listening. The picture has a knife blade uh, tied yeah. to the end of the horn, which is already uh, sharp. <laughs> that's that's overkill, but I like it. And the shirt oh. says, "I will stab you." Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's funny. Yeah, I've seen oh, uh, that great. meme uh, of the unicorn shirt going around. So when you were talking about it, I had to <laughs> look one up and pull, bring it over. <laughs> um, well uh mor morning uh what about you favorite magical or mythological animal i'd have to say dragon i have so many dragons i have like six dragon stuffies like right here mm. and i have another one in the living room and i have all kinds of dragons i have a dragon book i've got all kinds of other stuff and i know i should say griffin but for obvious <laughs> reasons <laughs> Yeah. But no, it's dragons. I even, I even, when I was growing up, I had an imaginary friend that was a dragon and she was a water dragon. And so she would, you know, we, she would tell me about all of her adventures when she would go swimming with dolphins and do all this other cool stuff in the ocean. And, um, she had like nautilus shells as horns. And her name was really like weird and unique. And I still like, I, I still can't believe that I can even remotely remember how to pronounce it, but it was, I'm going to get close to the mic so that you can hear like the nuance of it, but it's a lark. Mm. You rolled your R's there. And uh, yes, a little bit, but there's, a, there's, there's like nuance to it. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know how I came up with this. Like it just sort of like implanted itself in my brain one day and then was there for like a decade. Mm. <laughs> and she would, you know, she would like all of a sudden when I'd be in the middle of something really uncomfortable, all of a sudden I would just imagine that she was there and like hanging out and be like, I'm ready to flood the place if you need to go. <laughs> so yeah so you 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 must really uh love the dragon in valheim then right or, or glad that they included a dragon as one of the creatures in the game well the mm, i i do love mutter she is one of the more terrifying bosses in my opinion she's one of the more challenging ones um and yes she Yes, she's the one that is actually a dragon, but the drakes are not dragons. Right. 
those are those are Drake's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the the funny thing because I was having that discussion about Drake's with um w- with my sister earlier, and oh. I showed her a picture of a Drake, and she pointed out something that I can't unsee, mm-hmm. which is Drake's look like weird worms. They don't have legs. <laughs> they just have the wings and this weird worm-like body. And that's I it. Different definition. Well, I don't know what the definition, I just find it like now it right. looks weird to me. Now, every time I'll see a Drake, I'll be like, oh, why do you have that pointy, weird worm-like body? Well, if there's the no legs or anything. The Drakes him are a little bit weird too. I would, I would not yeah. entirely consider those Drakes. For me, the, the distinction is a dragon has four legs and wings. Mm-hmm. With, so the additional like extra two limbs as wings, whereas a drake has legs and wings that are part of their arms. Yes, but so I don't even think the drakes in Valheim, Valheim. have hands. No. Yeah, they don't have arms. They're like... They don't have claws on the ends of their wings, like you would imagine that would be the the, the hand or arm bit, right? They, they, they're just worms with wings. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the creatures in Valheim aren't quite drakes either. But yes, no, I do love that there is a dragon in Valheim. Well, yeah, yeah. there's there's a lot of different creatures out there that get the called things that, uh, you know, they aren't. I found an interesting picture that kind of illustrates that. So let's bring this up mm-hmm. if you're if you're not. So it's actually a very educational discussion for those of us into fantasy and video <laughs> games. Nerds. <laughs> We're nerds. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. I love this. But yeah, there's the dragon that, that uh, Morning Darkness was talking like the traditional dragon has four limbs, right? Like two legs mm-hmm. and two That's two arms. Different. So it walks like a like a dog or a wolf or whatever then has wings that are completely separate from its arms and legs. Yes. And, and the rest of it, it's lizard body. And then uh, what are the ones uh, they don't even really have, I guess what they call this. Amphithere. 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 That's what all Valheim Drake saw. Yeah. They're yeah. like worms with wings. Yeah. Like, like a worm Cottle. with wings. Catsacottle are like that. Mm-hmm. Um, then the wyvern is the one that that's has it, its arms yeah. that's in, Moda. in its wings. Yes, that's that's Moda is a wyvern then because she's yeah. got legs because she can land and she's got hands on her um t- on not her tails on she's got hands on her wings. Yes, and okay. uh, I'll uh, I'll illustrate that here because here's a picture of yeah, there Moda. it is. Okay, I was that's why I was I was like. Okay, am I just misremembering motor or? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. So she is yeah, a we're getting technical and- here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Like I like her, but like she's not really a dragon. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. She's a she's a wyvern. Uh, wyvern then a worm. Technology all messed up. Yeah. The the worm. Is w- it worm or worm? Worm. I, I oh. always yeah pronounce it just worm, but uh, uh, yeah, Y R M. And it's look like a dragon. It's the whole dragon body, just no wings and no arms, no legs. It's just like a big snake. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Worm is a good description in all senses. <laughs> yeah. It's a good yeah. name. <laughs> it's literally just basically a, a snake, really. Yeah. yeah. 
And then and in then, Valheim, they call their drakes drakes, which are really these amphitheers. But a mm-hmm. drake here is like a dragon, but without wings. It's yeah. got it walks on all fours. That's right. Yeah, like um, a glorified Komodo dragon, basically. Yeah. Now this is assuming whoever put this picture together isn't me- getting mess messing up. <laughs> I inherently um, agree with this this yeah. graphic. <laughs> this is Morning uh, Darkness approved. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then th- there's something here called a lindworm. Lindworm. This one's new for me, actually. Yeah, uh, I've, I've seen the picture, but I, I don't rem- remember that what it was called. But yeah, it's it's like the worm, but then it's just got arms, arms. basically in the middle of it. So no wings, no legs, just arms. <laughs> so all kinds of varieties. Uh, uh, and you know, there's probably some other names for these creatures out there too, depending on who you ask and maybe even some physical variations on this, but uh, this is kind of a good illustration of all the different dragon type creatures out there. So yeah, fun discussion. I didn't expect to do that. Well, when you brought it up, I said, <laughs> oh, I, gotta, I gotta look that up. Cause I know there's a bunch of different types out there. So. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's uh that's cool. And so MD, I'm guessing that how to train your dragon, the animated uh, movie series is uh, one that you like. Uh, yeah. And including the race to the edge at like all three of the how to train your dragon movies and the TV series. And then there's a song on the TV series that I'm working on adapting a recording into and wait, what? Hi. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, somebody walked in the room. <laughs> no, no, no. Just I, I would go on and on. So I'm just oh. <laughs> cutting myself off there. Hi guys. Okay. <laughs> that's uh that's cool it's funny because we have like a whole clan on our playground servers on our vanilla servers that um are inspired by this movie um they, they call themselves the hairy hooligans yep um mm-hmm. and I, th- I think the founder of that clan is a big fan of uh, how to train your dragon as well yes. uh but yeah it's a g- good animation yeah good animated movie yeah Cool, cool. Well, uh, we wanted to talk about some Mislin's bugs that have been discovered before we wrap up the podcast here. Um, Morning Darkness found this really great website with um, where they're listing the bugs. So, Morning, this is a list that's coming from the developers, right? Like they're yeah. posting on this uh, website. This is their Trello bug list. Mm-hmm. So this is, is this, what a lot. Uh, of- is this my cue uh, and the cue for all the spoiler-free people to uh, quietly leave the room? <laughs> probably, probably. Like it's it's mostly pretty benign, but like it, there are some things here that would you'd be like, but they have what? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. they reference something that you don't know exists in the bug, so mm-hmm. you don't want to know it exists. You want to you want to unto now and but click the like and leave a review and share with yes. a friend and smash that like button <laughs> yes leave a comment uh were you surprised about all the these differences between drakes worms <laughs> dragons and things <laughs> and yeah. if so what's your favorite or what's your favorite uh um what do you say uh, mythological creature or magical creature Comment yeah. below. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, let's hear. Let's hear <laughs> what uh, everybody's favorite is, because I bet there's some Ooh. favorites out there that I forgot about that I, I would put I, high on my list. Yeah. One cool thing that we could ask people to comment on is what cool creature 
um, as in like magical creature that's in just, you know, lore or book series and so on, would you like to see in Valheim? Ooh. No misunderstanding spoilers, obviously, <laughs> but yeah, comment what, what you would like to see in, uh, in Valheim in terms of known mythical creatures. Mm-hmm. So I can't pick my, my thing that I want to see as one of the things that's already there. <laughs> well, you don't know if it's there if you're not watching spoilers. You don't know if I'm saying that it's there. I, I, don't, like, I don't like your mind games, Jock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I love spiders, so spiders would be great. And uh, <laughs> no. That's not a mythical creature. No. Uh, no. The oh, but there is a spider. A That's from Lord of the yeah, Rings. The yeah. The, uh, what is it called? It's got a name. Yeah. Oh. It's in uh, Harry Potter as well, isn't it? Yeah. Our guy is in Harry Potter. Um, Shayla is in Lord of the Rings, but what the actual species is, I think it's just mm -hmm. giant spider. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Well, I will uh, say my goodbyes and uh, leave you two to discuss Miss Lan's things. Thanks for plan. having me. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us this week, Gwen. Thanks very much. See you around. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye. All right. But yeah, now so that I she's gone, <laughs> we can have some real fun. <laughs> oh, my. Um, but yeah, I really like, I mean, I get why they're doing this, why they have this public, um, you know, known issues, things that are fixed, but have not been patched yet. Um, because that way people who experience the bugs and report them can look at this and be like, oh, okay, I see that they've already got it on the list. And, you know, that way it can help refine the process a little bit. Yeah. Um, I will say that the bug that I mentioned both in the discord and to Smith a directly, I still don't see on the known issues list. So maybe it's meant on purpose. Oh, which bug but, is that? Um, so I've noticed when I was watching someone else do a playthrough that, uh, if you hit the ground with a pickaxe and then try to use the cultivator to fix the terrain, not to cultivate it, but to just fix the terrain. It, yeah. it didn't work. It said cultivator cannot be used here. And so I, I wonder if that's just intentional. So if you accidentally hit the ground where you're not supposed to and change the terrain, you just can't fix that. So be careful when you're leveling an area kind of thing. So um, you, 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 the, the cult, I tried the cultivator to cultivate the land and it won't mm -hmm. let you do it on the dark area. You right. can do it in the grassy area, but you can't do it right. in the dark, dark dirt areas. But like, so yeah, you can't use the cultivator at all. Right. But it won't let like, you use any of the options on the cultivator there. Right. Hmm. It won't let you do the grassy option that restores the terrain to its original look. Right. Right. Oh, so interesting. Was, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. So, but if, yeah, you put so like the, if you put down like the stone texture, you can't. You can't change that or take it away from the stone texture to back right. to the dirt look. Right. Oh, that's why. Cause I, I thought I was doing something wrong. I thought I was like oh. forgetting how to do it or something. Cause I noticed I couldn't change it to the dirt. And yeah, no, I think, I think that's a bug that they haven't really like thought that was very important. <laughs> oh, well, but, yeah. Yeah. Once people start building bases and, and changing their terrain, they're going to want those options, I I'm, would guess. 
I'm going to mention it again and see what they say, but yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So let's talk about bugs that they know about and have already fixed, but haven't hit a patch yet. Yeah. Can we start with that? All right. So uh, currently new Mislens events don't spawn mobs correctly. So there are two new mob raids or, or, or uh, yeah, mob raids that occur that can happen at your base, I think. Um, and the mobs aren't spawning correctly, but they already know about it. They've already fixed it. Yay. Good job. Good job. Iron gate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next fish cannot be picked up if they're on land or if you caught them with the fishing rod. So their entire new fishing yeah. system is a mini game all on its own with a yeah. whole new bait system and so many new fish. You can't even play with it right now, which I know I wanted I'm to make a video on it, but I, but I since know. I can't grab the fish, it's yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping that they patch that before they do a full release so yeah. that any kinks that might be within the system still can be worked out before they do a public release. Yeah, um, definitely. But I, it's so far since they haven't patched it yet. And that was like the first thing they fixed too. I'm, mm. I'm a little worried that they haven't like patched it yet. Yeah. Uh, another thing, uh, dream text, there was a typo in translation ID, no big deal, but cool. They, they fixed some typos. Yeah. Oh my God. This next one cracks me up so hard. I haven't gotten chickens yet. Cause we haven't killed Yagluth, but yep. chickens and hen hens sound effects sound like the boars when they're hit, pet or die. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's funny they added that sound effect to it. <laughs> well, initially, well, but sounds like they I, yeah, fixed it. <laughs> I feel like that was a placeholder, and then <laughs> <laughs> you get that I, I little snorting sound from a chicken. <laughs> that oh my god, that's just so funny. Uh, and then apparently there's a typo on the Wisp Fountain. You will rewarded, but they've already fixed that. Uh, wrong message when there are no ballista missiles in inventory, and players trying to add more. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. They've already fixed it. These are all fixes. Uh, deconstructed blue and red uh, uh, jute or utsa carpets produces visual effects when missing with mixing textures. Okay, so when it like breaks or whatever, it must be missing a texture somewhere. Uh, wisp torches use fire sound effect. Okay, so these are all like you know placeholders that I'm sure they put in and then they forgot to go back and update. Yeah. yeah, I definitely um, don't want them to sound like torches. There's, torches kind of drive oh. me nuts, that constant crackling noise. I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then let's see here. Hogan and Moonen can, can still float in the air at some Dvergar locations. Interesting. Oh, they have a picture uh, as an example. Mm. Oh, yeah, they're floating there in the air instead of being on, on a rock or something. Funny. Uh, let's uh, see what else we got. Shield staff ball effect is not centered on players who are moving in multiplayer. Shield staff oh. ball effect is not centered on players. Oh, yeah, because you, well, obviously we're in spoilers, but there's magic in the game and you can cast yeah. a shield. <laughs> which puts a ball around you, which offers more protection. And I guess it's not centered on the players uh, who are moving. Interesting. Like it should be. 
it, but this is they fixed it. So, um, yeah, destroying uh, brood, brood eggs affects performance too much. Ooh, interesting. There is like a splash when you break them. Okay, and uh, I guess that was not Maybe. optimized. Yeah. Okay, they fixed it. Nice. Monsters, monsters that only spawn during the nights don't despawn when it becomes morning. Oh my gosh, this was <laughs> driving me crazy when we were in the swamps, and then all of a sudden day rates, and I'm like, oh, this is not okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then that affected all the biomes if they had any biome that had a, a mob that spawned at night. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So any then, of the biomes that was that was interesting, and then. Black marble bench table use wooden instead of stone sounds when deconstructed. Okay, that's an easy. But yeah, they, they fixed that. Well, right, yeah, so it, does, no, it does feel weird if you're looking at something that looks like stone and you hear it break like wood. <laughs> I have to say that it, it, always, it always throws me when you break the fermenters and they make the sound that's the stone break sound rather than a wooden break sound. That always throws me off. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That just shows right. how important, I mean, even when we were making movies, I try to like, if I'm ever like teaching the subject to anybody, sound and music are so, they're just as important as what you're seeing. If it doesn't sound right, the it's going to feel weird. Yeah. Yeah. So no right. issues, not yet fixed. Yeah. Uh, stones and ground can appear inside Dvergar locations. Okay, so okay, so when things oh, that's gonna be a tricky one to fix. I guess the location that spawns in there on map generation isn't quite clearing the area and smoothing it out enough. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um location music keeps looping even though continuous music is disabled. Oh, that would be annoying if for those people yeah. who don't want continuous music. Have you is it just me? Did have I just always had the music turned down for forever? But is there a different music sound for when you enter the trader or has there always been that sort of like cute, upbeat tavern music inside when you go talk to the, to the trader? Yeah. At some point uh, a while back, they added a couple of little sound effects uh, okay. to like finding ruins, finding a troll cave, yeah. just walking near it. And they must've added one for, for Haldor okay. at some point. I don't know. Love it. I love it. I noticed it the other night and I was like, Oh, I love this. This is so happy. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Fire staff mid jump casting animation bug. Huh. Mm, so why you jump and cast? I guess. All right. What's the next one? Skull and Haiti. Idle animation acting weird. That's that's the um uh the uh the the new two handed uh daggers. Oh. One, one is like a shape like a sickle and the other one is a dagger and you attack with both hands and i noticed it too um i wonder if it's the same one when you're holding them your character stands there for a second so it's like this and then it just glitches and then it just stands there you know like normal and then it glitches every once in a while it just does this weird little oh. glitch if that's the same one they're referring to probably probably that sounds about right uh, some items are not set correctly on horizontal item stands. Mm. Hopefully that's just new things. Hopefully they, whatever they did didn't affect. Oh, yeah. yeah. Looking at the images, it is new things. Okay. Yeah, they're just like syncing 
deeper into the item stand than they should. It looks like. Oh, okay. All right. And uh, next one is stutter while playing in Mislin's client happens Ooh. anywhere in game. Hmm. Oh, like a stuttering. I wonder if, I wonder if that's the stutter I was talking about. Cause yeah, I, I would, I would just notice the character was normal for a while and then it would just stutter like the whole glitch all of a sudden. What's this next? Oh, the last one here. Edges of cultivated and leveled patches from pre-PTB worlds produce parts of land that can't be cultivated anymore. Okay, so that's a different cultivation cultivator bug. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, the images are are real interesting. Um oh yeah, let's see. There are some images here, aren't there? Oh wow. Look yeah, that. that looks like a mess. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. So, yeah. well, cool. So, I mean, it, yeah. To me, what do you think? That looks like a week, week and a half of bug fixes. Oh yeah, I think I think we're still yeah, two weeks out. Like, yeah, two weeks out sounds about right. Because like some of those look like they might be a little bit hard to figure out how to fix it. Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna guess that they're gonna go on holiday vacation sometime towards the middle of December and yep. uh, you know for the holidays and I'm pretty sure they'll launch before they send their whole team on holidays. Uh yeah, yeah. I'd hate to see I, them have to delay the their their holiday or even the launch. Uh, yeah because of yeah. either direction, yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, I that mean would be sad. <laughs> I totally respect their desire to, you know, fix all the things and, and have like a really good smooth release. And in all honesty, if they've got a couple of bugs that they can patch when they get back from vacation, I would yeah. much rather have the Mislins drop before the Christmas break than next year. <laughs> well, the only thing I saw in here that was really game breaking was, was the fish not being able to pick up the fish that right. kills the whole it. profession, right? Fishing right. and making foods for the with that. But they've already okay. fixed that. It's on the fix. Everything else, it seems like they can get to it whenever they get to it. So yeah. if this if this is the whole list, then I think we're fine. Yeah, I mean, I I I'm I'm sure there's a little bit more, but like I love that they're being so transparent about this. I think it's just really a good notch in their favor. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, transparency requires, as we're learning to just running our own servers and up posting updates to our modded server and everything else that's going on. Transparency isn't about not wanting to be transparent. It's about manpower. It's about just having, you know, people available to, in addition to fixing a thing, to also take time to go and publish those fixes to the players or you know, asking uh, for feedback and it just takes time and manpower and they, right. um, they have a larger staff now. So it seems like they're able to do some more things than what they were able to do, you know, in early access. So yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just to clarify for the cultivator in the Mislins, when you're using the cultivator on the grassy area and you can, you know, cultivate the ground, you can return it to grass. It's just on the hardened solid stone areas that you can't restore it back to that if you've been pickaxing the area. Yeah, there's like two ground textures in the uh, yeah. Mistlands. One is just like green and grassy, and then the other one is sort of black. It looks like stone, 
and it's got like green cracks in it, but it's actually like yeah. a dirt. You can still mine into it. Yeah. Uh, but and yeah, you, just you can't, out of it. you can't cultivate on that stuff. I was trying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah. cool. Good stuff. I'm excited. Hopefully it'll come out here soon. And then um, more people can get to experience all the fun that those of us who are digging into the test branch are experiencing and yeah. ooing and awing at. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, I think that's going to do it this week. Thanks so much for joining me, Morning Darkness. Yeah, my pleasure. That's it for now. Have fun out there. Thank you for listening to Podheim, Jirox Valheim podcast. We have new episodes coming out every Friday. And if you enjoyed listening, please support us by subscribing to the podcast on your favorite platform and leave us a rating and a review to help more Vikings find us. We also have a Patreon with perks for supporters like behind the scenes discussions, exclusive content and segments that are edited out of the main podcast. And if you'd like to join our friendly Discord community, we have more than a thousand people there. Just go to discord.gg slash the Viking. If you'd like to play on my Valheim servers, just go to my website at jirokthevikingcom and submit an application. I'd like to give a huge shout out to my supporters, some of them on Patreon, the YouTube membership, and the ones who help boost our Discord server. Your support means the world to me and inspires me to make more videos, as well as run a community Discord and multiple Valheim gaming servers. If you enjoy my videos and would like to support my work, join our friendly Discord community and Valheim servers, links can be found in the description below. Skull!